This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands on learning opportunities and world class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hey guys, welcome to the Lesbian Chronicles, episode 55, I think. Wow. We haven't said that in a while. I know. Um, and a season two, if you will. Oh, are we going to break it into seasons? I don't know. I don't know how oh it works. <laughs> <laughs> but our, our season had 55 episodes. Right? <laughs> First season. Oh, it seems like it should be like the eighth season or I know. something. I mean, really. We have done it, like, we put out more episodes than I think, like, most TV shows do wow. in an entire series. Right. So well, there's very little um, editing or production exactly. to there, it. So. Very little to none. <laughs> exactly. Um, we literally just... And by re- little, we mean none. We mean, we mean none. We record and edit nothing, and that's why we say dumb things sometimes. Exactly, which is why we get critiqued sometimes. Yes, we got a pretty hardcore review on uh, Apple, and we specifically told you guys to only review us if it was nice. Nice, I know. So I don't know what the fuck that is, but um, yeah, we got one that was basically saying that we we objectify women. I know, Um, please, can we go back and, like, I definitely don't want people thinking that. I don't want people to think that either, and like, um, yeah, we're not going to get it right every time. No. Um, I don't really see anything with saying girls women I feel like they're kind of interchangeable I do I don't like like to say girls and I've said that before on here but it's such a bad habit and it's something I work on. You've probably heard me say girls before and then be like, I mean women. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, I think that. you have said that. Um, but um, it's something that's like I've said always, so I'm trying to change that. Mm-hmm. And this specific person had listened up until we got to the gangbang in a box episode where I talked about going <laughs> to a sex toy store and seeing that they sold a gangbang in a box, which was just silly to me that they even called it that. I right. wasn't like advertising that people should go buy a gangbang in a box. You weren't saying you love to have a gangbang in a box. I was not, and I also was not advocating for gang rape by Poor, any means. No, please no. Um, absolutely not. Like, who, right. who does? Right. Um, so, just we to apolog- clarify. We apologize for we sure. We apologize. Yeah, I was, I mean, you know, I laugh at inappropriate things all the time. I do too, So, um, yeah. But we in no way meant any ill will no. in that. And I guess I should also say that um, the objectifying women thing, of course, I don't, I never even thought occurred to me that maybe we do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if anyone has listened or thought that, again, we apologize, but I look at it as like, I am a woman. So if a man were to say, oh my God, she's hot, Mm -hmm. that feels grosser to me than a woman... I've told my friends they look hot. Yeah. Like, to me, there's something sweet about that. I would mm-hmm. love it if somebody would tell me I well, looked hot. And I think it's like this fine line to walk. Right. You know, as lesbians. Now, maybe the rules or, changed. you know, bisexual women, too. You know, it's it's hard. Because you do want to tell someone that they're beautiful and that you right. want to hook up with them or whatever, <laughs> you know? Um, but how do you say that and right. not be objectifying right. and rude? How do you? I don't know. I mean, okay. I try to be... Night. And I'm not walking up to women in bars and be like, hey, baby, like, let's yeah. go fuck in the corner. No. You know? Wow. Yeah, this just took a turn. <laughs> right? That this escalated quickly. Um, no. So anyway, apologies, but no, that that's never the case or never what the yes. 
If anything, I feel like we do the opposite, but I guess, I mean, we're not perfect, not no. trying to be, and there's always room for growth and learning. So for sure. there you go. So yeah. Thank you for your thank comments. Thank you for and your comment. Can you go edit it and, bring <laughs> and now can you a, remove it? Right. Exactly. Cause <laughs> there's no way to delete these comments. Exactly. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, constructive criticism, I guess. So, right. Well, on to more exciting news. We have a really cool guest in house. We do. We have our friend Kelly here. Um, Kelly is 40 and an attorney. She moved here from Kansas City. Just, um, Kansas City, um, just a, what, a year and a half ago? It was, um, yeah, a year and a half. Okay. A year, year and a half. It's gone fast. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, Let's tell them why we wanted to have Kelly on. Yeah, Kelly's been in a very long-term relationship for almost 11 years. Yes. Which is, the reason that's exciting, or like we think that's noteworthy, is one of the things Melissa and I felt like when we came out is we didn't, we weren't meeting lesbians that had been together a long time. It felt like there were these just sporadic, like short-term relationships among a lot of the women that mm -hmm. we met. And we always would say, like, where are the women that have been together, married, not married, but just in long-term relationships? What does that look like? And then also that honeymoon phase that we talk about that where it's really exciting at the beginning and right. you can't get enough of each other, the U-Haul, all that. When does that stop? And then it becomes, I'm still in this for longer than, you know, a yeah. year or two years. Mm -hmm. So we and enter Kelly. Yes, <laughs> I know. Right? And here I am. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like, and we we're friends with um, your. How do you refer? Girlfriend, partner, um, either, either. Megan. M Megan. Megan. Um, Does it feel yeah. weird to you to say like sometimes when I introduce my girlfriend, I don't. Girlfriend feels like so fly by night. A partner feels better, but it's weird for me to say partner. Like, yeah, do you I don't feel usually that way? say partner. Yeah. I usually, um, I usually refer to her as. When I'm introducing her, here's my better half. Oh, okay, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah, because that's oh, how I, I think of her. By oh, it, so. um, and so yeah, you guys have been together for almost 11 years. Um, tell us a little bit about like the the relationship, like how you guys met. Yeah, the courtship part. Um, we met. Uh, we I lived in Kansas City, and she lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is about for those of you who don't live in that area, it's about three hours apart. And um, we met on Match and. You know, I don't know how long Match had been around when we met, but it, it was still fairly new to get online and try to meet somebody. But, um... No, really quick. Had you been out... Were you already out as a gay woman at that time? Yes, I had okay. been in other relationships. Got it. So I had okay. actually just recently gotten out of a four-year relationship about a year before I met Megan. Okay. And so we met on Match, and we were chatting about this a little bit earlier, but I was on there for about a week, and she kind of, um, I don't remember if it's like a nudge or a wink or a poke or whatever the Match version of that is, um, sent me a message, and I looked at her profile and was like, hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then so we started uh, doing the, uh, talking on the phone and texting. Like a, a thousand texts a day? Yes, a lot. <laughs> was it like immediate like that, where you guys were like talking like constantly? Yes. Yeah, after about a week of kind of sending messages on match back and forth, and then we talked on the phone, um, and then she came down to Kansas City with a group of friends maybe a, a month into when we've been kind of texting. Now, were you super nervous thinking we've only met online and now I've got to meet this woman in person? Uh, you know, I was nervous about meeting her in person for sure. Because now you've built a life with right. her with a thousand texts a day. <laughs> you true. guys already have kids, a dog, a puppy. Um, but 
I think just the nerves of meeting somebody because I knew I liked her. Yeah. Um, and I probably the wanting to make sure that oh, I hope she likes me when she sees me. Right. Person mm-hmm. kind of right. Feeling. Exactly. Because we'd only seen pictures of each other. Right. This was pre-FaceTime. Yeah. Like, I was FaceTime gonna say there was like a video I mean, chat. That's kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And so we met, um, and it was in an area in Kansas City where we were out at bars. Her group of friends that she came down to Kansas City were out at the bars, and I knew that they were going to be out there, so I went out there with another friend, and um, we met, and that was, was it. Was it instant, like, yep, this is good? You know, it was, but it, it also, before we even met in person, and she's made this comment, and I agree with it, that we, we just felt um, very at home with each other right. immediately. Right, Like, it just was comfortable immediately. So, yeah. And then... Then it began. Yeah. <laughs> was it, but you guys had to deal with some distance there for a while. We did. We did a lot of driving back and forth on the weekends. Um, but it wasn't bad. I mean, three hours, it's a drive. But um, if you know you're going to see someone that you're falling in love with, three right. hours is like nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was always um, harder when I'd go to see her. It was always harder for the person that was being left or when she came to Kansas City and then was leaving. It's our, It's always harder for the person that has the person leaving for whatever yeah. reason. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So. But it yeah. was like that trip solidified that this was going to be a relationship. It, yeah. Kind okay. of. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we jumped into it. You know, uh, ladies tend to jump into things pretty quickly <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, and I think the three hour distance kind of helped us not move in immediately together. Um, Cause that just wasn't feasible at the time, but um, it kind of, started and there it went right no looking back kind of so yeah yeah. and you really have to i mean if your only um communication is phone or text Mm -hmm. you really do probably share a lot more like you get to the bottom of it yeah i mean it feels like it was so long ago um and i don't even remember what we were talking or texting or anything about but just getting to know each other um, right probably a month before we met in person Mm -hmm. right and um talking about our childhood and growing up and what we like to do and don't like to do. And very quickly we realized that there was kind of a connection there and that we liked each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then that carried on, you said for, did you say eight months or so? About eight months before she uh, moved down to Kansas city. Okay. a job and we lived in my one bedroom apartment for about three months before we realized that was a horrible idea. (laughs) Um, And then moved to another bigger place. So we talk about when you first moved in together. Um, it was very crowded because she moved in with a whole um, large truck full of stuff. <laughs> of course, as women do, right? right? And, we, and we knew that we that, that moving into my one bedroom was temporary. Like we were only going to stay there for a couple months. I think we were waiting for my lease to run out or something. Um, but you know, everybody's like, you don't know somebody until you really yeah, live with them. It's true. And, and I, I do, I agree with that. But we had started spending a weekend together, which turned into three days together, then four days together, and then sometimes she'd come down for a whole week. Right. So um, her moving, quote-unquote, moving in kind of felt like it had already started going that way right. before all of the boxes arrived. Right. Mm-hmm. But the boxes yeah. arriving is a thing. Like, I remember when Maria <laughs> moved in mm-hmm. to the townhome and all her stuff and, like, thinking... How do I nicely tell her that that's <laughs> not, not making cool. it the cut? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But then it ended up too, like sometimes it's nice because then they have really great stuff and you can combine. I, and yeah. she, um, <clears throat> Megan's younger than I am, so she was actually just getting out of college. Um, 
and that's when she moved down because she had graduated and was looking for a job and found a job in Kansas City. So um, we didn't keep a lot of her stuff because it was college stuff. <laughs> right. Right. right, like inflatable chairs. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't adulting yet. <laughs> she wasn't quite adulting. Okay, yet. got it. That's funny. So. Okay, so she moves in. You guys, it's. So it was great. It must have been great enough to stay together and get another place. We got another bigger apartment that we were in for, oh gosh, I want to say maybe two years, and then we bought a house. Okay. And then everybody was like, well, you're <clears throat> you're basically married now. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a mortgage. Right. <laughs> it's true. I felt that way buying this house with Maria. Like, I, right. that is true. It Like, definitely, you do that together, you're in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it solidifies your money being together right. in a lot right. of ways. So yeah. It, yeah. Right. So then we lived in that house for about five years um and here we are in mm -hmm. atlanta right so go back though so you're in <clears throat> about a year and a half in you're in the apartment that you guys got together right when would you say like at the beginning it's all exciting it's new when did that start to wind down and it's like okay this is real life now um probably about a year and a half you mean like when the honeymoon phase yeah it's probably about a year and a half and it's just because you know, I can only uh, guess, speculate how everybody else's relationships are, but how mine is, is it about a year and a half, and it's finally we realized, like, well, we got to get out of bed and, like, go live <laughs> yeah. our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not really doing anything else. I mean, right. we um, had a great year and a half, and, you know, like they say, you have a, a lot of sex at the very beginning, yeah. and you, you're going to have more sex in that beginning than probably the rest of your entire relationship. And yeah. It's true. We... We, we did. We did. <laughs> we knocked it out. We did. So then, as it wore out, were there moments after a year and a half in that you were like, wait, I don't, like, we've got to re-meet re each other where we are? Or um, was there ever a period of, like, this may not last? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, she had never been in a long-term relationship, and I had been. And so she would make comments occasionally like, well, is this normal? Yeah. Like, that we don't, that we feel a little bit differently? And it's like, no, that, that's just... That's not abnormal. That that's just um, a long term relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. So, um, Did we, it ever scare you? Like, oh my god, this may not happen, or I'm losing her. No, you know, no. We we still do times where we check in with each other and just how we're, how we're doing. And I think the, I guess to kind of jump forward and what's helped our relationship last as long as it is is that very early on. We had to learn how to communicate with yeah. each other because communication, I think, is key right. to getting along, period, probably in every relationship. Um, but we have very different communication styles. Uh, when Megan gets upset, she wants to talk about it. Yeah. And she wants to talk until she doesn't feels want to talk. Feels better. <laughs> right. And I don't. I don't want to talk. When I'm upset, I want you to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. I need some space. And I may or may not eventually be okay talking to you about it, but I just want... Some breathing room. Yeah, right. And That's so how I am. We had to learn I'm more Megan. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had to learn how to balance that. How yeah. do you? Um, just talking about what she needs, which is talking, and <laughs> what I need is sometimes a little bit of space, and we try to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there's times when, even now, I mean, we obviously still get into arguments, and I'll be like, "You need you need to just get out of my face here for a few minutes. Right. And leave me alone." And we've agreed that you know. I'll have my space, but we eventually are going to talk. Yeah. Right, right. So that's, that's good. <laughs> but what would trigger yeah. that? Like, what would be an issue that would come up 11 years in? Just everyday life things. I okay. mean, we still irritate each other and get on each other's nerves or... Um, like somebody's not pulling I mean, their weight. No, not really that. I mean, I think 
in a like a partnership we work really well together because she likes to do things that I don't particularly like to do and vice versa just things around the house and chores but um, you know I can't think of anything specific I guess one specific example would be um, we have she, Megan's a much more type A personality and I'm very type B I'm a laid-back kind of person and sometimes I think that drives her a little crazy right especially when we're meeting new people because if I don't know somebody, I tend to kind of step back, and I'm a listener, and I like to observe people, whereas yeah. Megan's very friendly, mm-hmm. and she's going to come up, and she's going to chat with you, and she's going to ask you questions and want to get to know you. And I think she gets concerned that sometimes my stepping back and being more of an observer, she's like, well, you know, you act like you're not having any fun, and these people aren't going to like us, and we're not going to make any friends. And oh. Just settle down. Yeah. You know, it's going to be fine. So <laughs> right. that has been an argument yeah. okay. at times. Um, Are you ever like, you're too friendly and no. I don't think, I've, I don't know, Megan. I'm saying, I'm just guessing. Like, <laughs> do you ever feel the opposite? No, but I feel, so I feel sometimes her trying to make up for me. Oh, okay. Which I'm yeah. not asking her to do. Yeah. No. I don't want her to do because, um, you know, and she, we're also different because <clears throat> I don't really care what people think. Yeah. Um, maybe I should care more. And she cares a lot, and I think maybe she should care a little less. So um, she's concerned that people will read me wrong, that don't know me. And think you don't like and them. And think that mm-hmm. I'm being cold. And um, it, was, it was a hurdle at the beginning of our relationship when I met her family. Because I was that way with her family. They're very close. Um, I like to call them their huggers. Yeah. They all <laughs> come up and give me a hug. Uh-huh. And I can be a hugger, but not necessarily to be a hugger. I don't know. Yeah, like you're just meeting. Right. Right. I can be a hugger. <laughs> just I gotta, get there. I can warm into the hug. but um, So I think she was concerned that her family thought that I was just kind of cold. And she was concerned what they thought. And like, you know thought that I wasn't the right person for her, not to mention she was also still going through some of her coming out. Did um, they ever feel that way? Yes. Her family did? Yes, they did. Okay, so that's going to make you even less of a hugger. Well, you know, some of it was their not understanding why she's not dating a guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. And and they're trying to rationalize that in their brain. Because Megan, I think, I obviously am not... giving an objective opinion. I think she's gorgeous. And I but she has very much of the girl next door, you know, Nebraska. She's mm-hmm. very pretty and they always thought she'd find a nice Nebraska boy and have a nice little Nebraska family. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And so when they realize that her family that's not the route she's gonna take, I think there was some time that they had to kind of come agree. to terms with that. Yeah. yeah. Especially her mom. Mm-hmm. Um and her grandma. Um have they come around? They they have, yes. Yeah. Right. And she's got three brothers that are great. And they, you know, they're great. So, mm-hmm. and they don't live there. You don't see them very often because they're so far away. They're two of them are in Nebraska and one's in Australia, so we don't see him at all. Oh wow! Okay, goodness, yeah. right? <laughs> and where's your family? My family is all in Central America now. Oh okay! Wow. Holy so. cow! <laughs> yeah, well, you really don't see that, no, right? They don't. <clears throat> um, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, I guess that brings into like the whole coming out thing, and like, yeah, your your family, especially. I've have felt this with my family, like coming out later. Right. They kind of have to grieve that the, grieve I, the, the life that they had in right. mind for you. Right, that's true. But now they can see like Megan doesn't need a man. She's much happier in this situation. Well, and I think that finally they've come to terms that I'm not going away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep showing up. Yeah. Let's get some hugs in now. But you know, it, it makes me think too that there's more than just kids. Like we think of our blending our families mm-hmm. as if we're blending our children. 
And really it is blending. I mean, there's more to it. There's, there's the, the family too. And I think about like even Maria's family who they're awesome, but there was a moment of like, okay, I've got to now do a thing with these people that are, right. and I've got my own family that lives here. I even remember saying at the very beginning of our relationship, I was just coming out. I was still very new and saying to her, like, I need my family right now for a year at least. I'm not going to be going on holidays with yours. Like I'm mine as my focus. If you're, you need to wait for me to get through that. I get that. Mm -hmm. But, um, there is a blending of families and now we do have to, I mean, our weekends are consumed because it's, you know, whose family are we doing things with and how are we making sure everybody feels good? Mostly making sure each other feels good. Mm -hmm. Does Megan do a good job of like making you feel like the priority when it's with her family? Um, Mm, sometimes. Okay. Um, but it, it's been so long that I think now I'm just kind of thrown into the mix. Like, I yeah. don't, she doesn't, I don't think she feels like she needs to protect you. No, or, no, no. Especially mm. since her brothers have started having kids. Right. And she didn't think she would, she was kind of not annoyed, but it was like, oh, they're going to have kids. We're not going to have fun adult time anymore with them. But right. now she's in love with her nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Oh. So when we go back to Nebraska, Megan disappears because she becomes one of the nieces and nephews. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they hang on her and play with her. And um, so yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Great. And, and I'm happy for her that she has that because that's, it makes her feel good to have that with her nieces and nephews. Right. So. Now are kids, is that going to be a thing for you guys? Are you, you know, it's a constant conversation that we've been having for almost 11 years. Um, <laughs> wow. But, uh, I, no, I think that we're finally to the point where we're not going to have kids. Mm-hmm. It kind of reared its head back up that conversation when the nieces and nephews started popping up because I don't think popping she, out, popping out <laughs> and they keep popping out. Her brothers are like rabbits, but they keep uh, having more, but, um, they, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think she expected to like, to love her nieces and nephews like she mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I think I want that. Especially around the holidays. You know, wanting to have that family feeling around the holidays. Right. But... You can get it with their kids. We can. We yeah. can. And you have two kittens. We do have two <laughs> kittens. This is true. That's much easier. It, it is easier and cheaper. Uh, kittens yes. are expensive. Oh, they are. It's a money hemorrhage. Oh, yeah. yeah. All Absolutely. the time. Uh, it's a lot. So after the so the honeymoon phase ends, and now you're in it. Yes. What things after 11 years, like what kind of things still come up? Is there When does jealousy go away? Um, or the feeling of like, you're out, like we kind of are very protective because we never want each other to feel jealous. And it's like a thing where it's almost like, I don't know if we're insecure. I don't know what's wrong with us, but we definitely protect that. Is that still ever come up? After no, that kind of goes away. It does. Yeah. And I think it's just a trust thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's not really an issue, but no, I mean, if like somebody was hardcore hitting on Megan, no, I would not like that. No. So then that would probably cause... Um, some strong feelings in me. Of course. (laughs) Especially towards how she reacted to that. Uh, Depending on if she liked that or not, I might have feelings about that. Mm -hmm. But, um... 
But it's like at this point, it's like you've been in it so long. It's like we're solid. We're we're here. No, I mean, I, you have to trust each other too. I mean, and um, Megan went back to school after we've been together about five years. She went back to school, and so she kind of had to move out for a while to get her second degree and. So there was kind of going and doing the distance thing again. And it's after five, the honeymoon phase was over. So it's kind of like a five, at five years to go do that is stressful to a relationship because it's like that separation, you're not still in that phase of like constant texting and constant. Right. um, So I think that says a lot about you guys. It does. And it's also interesting though, because I feel like her having to, because for one of the years she had to go to Houston, which is a long ways from Kansas City, for those of you that don't look at a map. It's, <laughs> it's an airplane, it's a, you don't drive that on a daily basis, but, um, you know, it kind of re-sparked a little bit of a honeymoon phase, I oh. feel like, when she came back, or when I would go visit, because it was right. kind of like, oh, we're doing the distance yeah. thing again. Right, right. And so, that was kind of fun, um, but, yeah, I mean, no, we were definitely out of the, the typical honeymoon phase when all of that started right and then would you like talk every night and be like hey what's Uh, yeah no we were constantly talking and chatting and emailing or yeah you still felt very connected yes i mean no we probably still talked 20 30 times a day yeah okay Mm -hmm. so yeah it wasn't like she moved she moved and went to school and then disappeared like in the 1800s write letters or something like that maybe it would make it there no yeah we were and we still saw each other a lot um i went to houston a lot while she was down there Mm -hmm. so that's very cool and it was also kind of fun we got to explore a new city um Mm-hmm. I, I never knew much about Houston except it's in South Texas, and I have feelings about you know Texas. But um, <laughs> she lived in an area right close to uh, Rice University, uh, very walkable to a lot of bars, and um, we kind of relived our college years a little yeah. bit, yeah. going out and. I've heard Houston. Maria has a sister, a gay sister in Houston. There's there's that, a big gay, scene. and she's like say. downtown or down in some cool neighborhood. Yeah. It's probably like Montrose area. I feel like that's it. Yeah. So what was the scene like when you were living in like Kansas City? Um, yeah, like in being in the Midwest, like yeah. to be gay in that area. What was that? Well, where our house was at was um, not in the city at all. We were not even really so. We were rural, um, and it was hard uh, meeting people and getting out, and um, it was hard. It was part of the reason I started kind of looking to change positions in my job because we. We weren't really happy living where we lived in Kansas City, although I had friends around that I love seeing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, her family was close being in Nebraska, but it just we knew it wasn't a, a long-term fit there. So I kind of started looking for other opportunities within my job and then uh, got this one in Atlanta. Yeah. What has it been like to come here and actually like have community? A gay community. Gay community. Really, yeah. It's night and day. Yeah. It really is. I mean, there's a little bit of a gay community in Kansas City, but it's very much the young go to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Crowd, which we had grown out of doing. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to move to a city that had... Um, other ladies that wanted to just have dinner together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say that to yeah. Melissa mm-hmm. all the time. Like, there is such beauty in that. If you have a squad of like adult lesbians right. that mm-hmm. aren't trying to like get wasted and stay out till two in the morning, right. they want to eat a really nice dinner. 
drink a great glass of wine and be home by 10 30 or 11 yeah. right no for sure um, and get up the next day and work out and go hiking feel good. like we go all went hiking, hiking yeah. weeks ago and that that was a lot of fun yeah. you know yeah like, for sure so i love that let me ask you something i'm curious about is like we again i'm only i'm a year and a half in with my um with my partner but like there is a feeling of like you're connected or you're not connected days like there'll be you know a day here or there that i'm like i just don't feel like like almost like we need to check in kind of what you talk about and then we get reconnected do you still after 11 years have days that you're like i just don't we need to like reconnect somehow or is it almost like because i remember being married I, I i don't know if i just wasn't didn't care enough or I, I didn't think about it in the way i do in this lesbian relationship i'm so concerned with connection to her um <clears throat> yes yeah, for sure. We still have that time, and we will text each other occasionally, and I'll text and be like, hey, I need some Megan time. Or yeah. Like, I need some Kelly time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we, we, for sure. And we have to make an effort to put down phones and right. turn TVs mm-hmm. off and stuff sometimes in the evening and just have together time. And have a great conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because your job, I would think, is somewhat stressful. It's busy. It's a... Is that something you leave at the, at yeah. the office, or do you, you answer? Uh, well, right now I work from home, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah, go away. So the office yeah. doesn't leave. <laughs> um, but I'm a little better at leaving things at work. She has also a very stressful job because she's in medicine and the psychiatry department. So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings a lot of stuff home, and yeah, but we definitely have to check in still because of all of life's stressors get in the way of that. Right. And it's just like you I have think that's to... a good little tip, though, for right. like long term, and especially to say put down the phone. Like right. I'm terrible about that. I, I know. I'm always doing something. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I just hit the phone out of her hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like our kittens. I'm like, pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is important though because you do if you don't do that sooner or later you wake up and don't really even know each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like I want to be her person that she's the I want her to call me first if things are mm-hmm. great or bad or mm-hmm. whatever no yeah and we definitely lean on each other whenever we're having bad days and um but I I, <clears throat> I do think that's very important to check in and um always know where the other person's at feeling thoughts all of right that, so okay so who initiates having sex more <laughs> Um, this is the good stuff. It's uh, probably me. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we want to talk about lesbian bed death. Yes. We had a full episode on this. And like, to give just you guys a little background, weeks ago. Kelly up until today didn't even know what that was. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and yesterday I had to explain to Kelly what a gold star lesbian is. <laughs> so I'm like, hi, I've been out for like two seconds. Let me exactly. like break out my freaking dictionary of terms. Um, oh, Lord. But we were talking about this prior to coming on. It's like, I feel like as, you know, we're coming out later and also, I mean, we have access to the internet in ways yes. that you didn't when you were right. coming out. Right. So we do all the research. We can Google you know, our lives. We can <laughs> Google our lives. And meanwhile, you know, there's someone who's been out for a long time and it's just like, you know, these yeah. terminology. It just goes right over their head. Like right Maria, head. it's shocking to me the stuff that she's never heard. Huh. Yeah, um, but yeah. So, so lesbian bed death, you said, is really not a thing for you. Well, I mean, I think that it slows down. Uh, you're definitely because that's you have to go you to, to work. live your life. <laughs> you have to live your life. Yes, and you you know need to pay attention to what's going on in the world. Once again, when you get through the honeymoon phase, and I I speculate, I don't know that a lot of 
newer relationships don't make it because they don't understand that the honeymoon phase ends and that's normal. Yeah. And it, it just, it has, it just ends. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it means that you don't still feel the same way and want to have the same amount of intimacy with each other. It just, but it just ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. It, it reinvents in a new way. I it mean, does. I feel like even in a year and a half, our intimacy has changed. To me, it's better. Because it's more like I'm not anxious and I'm safe in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can kind of relax. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can also find intimacy in other ways other than just having sex. Right. Like just um, cuddling and like watching something on TV together where we're both engaged with each other can also um, be a form of intimacy. Agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Because I think, you know, I think there's that pressure. It's the pressure yeah. that I put on myself the entire time I was married. Right. I was like, oh, we've got to have sex. Yeah, like, we have once to. A once, a once a week. Once a week. he's gone. Once a week. There yeah. goes my baby daddy out yeah, the door. Exactly. <laughs> I got to do it once I a week. I got to do it. But yeah, it's like, that's a good point, you know, that you can find it in other ways. And that, you know, you can still be close. And takes the pressure off in that, like, it's not, you know, you're not feeling that it has to get done. Yeah. Um, you know. Even like in this move, like we're going to bed at one in the morning because we're so busy moving and doing stuff. I even like was watching kind of, oh my God, it's been four days. Like is something wrong? Yeah. And it's like, those are old, like <laughs> right. old habits. Mm-hmm. And really it's, we're allowed to be tired. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. Um, is there anything that you like, any thing that you guys do that you think could help other people yeah. that are like kind of new in a relationship and like for the longevity um, oof. I mean, I really think it just depends on the relationship, but you know, um, communication I think is very, very important. Even when you don't feel like communicating, it means you probably, when you're not feeling like it, it's probably when you really need to communicate right. with each other. Um, but you know, and I think the reason that Megan and I have lasted for as long as we have, and hopefully we continue to last, um, is that at the end of the day, I don't ever get tired of being around her. Like... I would rather be around her than anybody else. Oh, I love um, that. And so we we laugh a lot. That's probably one of the most important parts of our relationship is just enjoying each other and laughing. And, you know, I think that when you start a new relationship or you're dating somebody and you know it's not right, you kind of get that, <clears throat> I call it that stiff arm feeling. Yeah. Where you want to like, if you get alone with a person, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. This, I hate this. Yeah, you this don't is so offer awkward. You don't want to offer coffee in the yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get out. Here. Yeah. Lose my number. <laughs> so, but you know, we don't ever have that feeling with each other, um, and so the I, I think that that's rare because I think if you're in a, re- I've been in other relationships where you start to get that stiff arm and you're like, uh oh, here it's coming, yeah. it's coming, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be around you, but we don't ever get that not wanting to be around each other. I love so, that. Like yeah. I, I get get that. Even like I would say she. Now, of course, we're still new, mm-hmm. a year and a half, but. There's no one I'd rather spend time with. Right. And I do Um, think, even though I've been in lots of relationships where I did feel like even, I'd still rather hang out with my friends mm -hmm. than this person. Mm -hmm. No, I, not that I don't want to hang out with my friends. I absolutely do. And have some good girlfriend time. Um, But I want Megan with me and I want to be around her. Right. And I'd like to think she thinks (laughs) so. She she does. does. She is an absolute sweetheart. She is. She is. She um, is one of the. She's so nice. She's my better half in every sense of the word. Really, I wouldn't so. think of you though as um, being. What did you? I, you said like you might come off as unfriendly, or I never thought that. Oh no, well, thank you. I didn't think yeah. that either. 
And you're also competing with Megan, who's like yeah, she's the making, Midwestern. She makes everybody look that way. Oozing Midwestern. I'm Midwestern, and I don't do. And I'm I'm pretty friendly, but I'm not Megan friendly. Right. Yeah. She she's great around yeah. people. She doesn't know, and she, I think she also has a sense of wanting to make sure everybody feels comfortable. I love that. So, That's a great yeah, quality. It is no, a great it is. quality. Yeah, she has a lot of it, and I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I have to. What's your What's your <laughs> What's your best quality? Um, and your worst. Ooh. ooh, is this a job interview? Yeah, it's yeah. A job interview. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> no, I'm not a perfectionist. Um, you know, I have a very good memory, and I can remember little details about things. Like, and I, I like just use Megan for an example. Like, I'll remember some specific little detail, and then I'll try to incorporate that in like a uh, a gift or something oh I love that um, and I, I think I'm also good about that with my friends like I'll remember little details because and I think that's because I'm an observer and I'm yeah, listening yeah, like, I'm yeah. listening mm-hmm. to people when they talk and observing people um, that's well, actually think, really a good quality yeah. I think that's my best quality yeah, um, yeah. I don't know I was going to say, worst, you might need to ask Megan for my worst. I'm not sure. <laughs> or I just, I don't have any. That's, that's, you don't have any. I don't, I don't have, have any. any. No, not at What's all. What's the last really romantic thing you guys did together? Um, whew. Well, COVID's kind of gotten in the way of dating. Right. Because like, we like to have a date night every now and then. And just um, one person plans and we go have a date night. Um, but she, let's see. We, my birthday was just not that long ago, a couple, about a month ago. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. And, um, she got me a gift that we can't do now, but we're taking a vacation for, oh, sweet. for my 40th birthday. So, um, a nice getaway vacation that <clears throat> hopefully we can use in the near future. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's great for your 40th too. Yeah. And so I really that. need to think of some good stuff for her birthday. <laughs> when is hers? Hers is in July. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. It's right coming. around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. I love it. To think of something. Yeah. I think I'm a good gift giver though. So I'll, I'll think of something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like you've got a new place. You guys just right. bought together. There's probably plenty of cool stuff you mm-hmm. could do. Yes. And we're trying to find cheaper things right now because after buying a new place and writing that down payment check. Oh, yeah. yeah. trust me. It was painful. Your place is I beautiful. Just did it. Oh, I can't really wait to see nice. it. Yeah. We uh, would like to have a housewarming and then COVID happened. Yeah. So. Well, I think, we'll figure something out. You know, out. Georgia doesn't care about... This is no, apparently Georgia anymore. doesn't care. We'll get exactly. tattoos at the front door. Right? Exactly. exactly. Yes. We can go bowling. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Everybody's out. I, I went know. to Pot City Market last night, and just to, with our masks on, and we were like going in and out for a very specific right. purpose. And everybody is hanging out, no masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I looked at Maria at one point, I'm like, do we look like such dipshits with these masks? She's like, I don't care, we're wearing them. Yeah. yeah. It's frustrating. So we did. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Georgia. Georgia. It's <laughs> over. I guess it's over in Georgia. You know. I didn't get the memo. Well, awesome. Is there anything yeah. else you want to say or add? or? Um, No. Just thanks for having me. Thanks yeah, for coming on. Absolutely. Provided some helpful information for no, people. No, for sure. But, I yes. think people want to see, at least me, especially I, stri- I, I crave safety. And I crave that longevity because mm-hmm. for me that feels safe and I love safety. Right. So it's like I we seek out friends that have been together. Mm-hmm. Maria has a couple that are her good friends, her best friends that have been together for 15 years. And they are like, I love being around them because it's like, gives me hope that there are all these women that have stayed together. I just Mm -hmm. don't, I know divorce happens all over, but I do feel like in this community, we haven't seen a lot of couples that have been together a long time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I crave that. Yeah. 
Well, and even in public, when I see like a lesbian couple, I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like yeah. I want to go like, be like yes, yes, get down, guys, how right. are you together? Keep it up, you exactly. know. So yeah, I think it's great to see that, and it's yeah. a positive example, and right, um, especially for our listeners who are you know starting Just coming over. out, right? So. They're starting over, and they they're scared, yeah, yeah. So. you know, and they're scared of what's out there. Like I think that's the other thing is we try to say is there there really are opportunities everywhere to meet people um, yeah. if you. Take them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, um, I think, I don't know. I guess I'm just guessing. Maybe not the younger ladies that are in their early 20s because they're doing the bar thing and the meeting people thing. And that's that's fine. I think mm-hmm. you kind of have to go through that. But I think, in general, women want to want a sense of security and want a companionship and a long-term relationship. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of finding the right person, which mm-hmm. I think you found. Yeah. And Melissa, you're hopefully going to find I'm very working soon. on it. Yes. <laughs> I want to put it out there, though, to the universe. Like, I, Melissa, as she meets more people like you guys or new friends for all of mm-hmm. us, um, that I think we all, we all know people. So yeah. it's like you little by little bring cool women to the table, and that's how it's going to happen, my yeah. friend. Exactly. So <laughs> getting out there. Or you can move to Kirkwood where everyone's always I mean, here. I'm going to come spend a weekend at your house. <laughs> Just wait. Just I'm going to be one on. of your kids, yep. walk up and, and then the I'm going to be walking yep. the streets. <laughs> I okay, so there's, there's a new place in the village called Evergreen, and it's the butcher and the baker. And it's like these really great, it's, we don't eat meat, but it's that kind of stuff, or pastries mm-hmm. and bread. But there's a line out the door every weekend. I'm talking like down the street, a line wow. every six feet. But I just looked the other day, I was on a jog, I, I see all these, literally the half the line are lesbian women. Oh. Like I, I joke to Maria. I'm, I'm gonna like, give you my business card. Just walk <laughs> yeah. down. Right. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah. But it's like somebody must have put out a memo that was like, move to Kirkwood. Move to Kirkwood. If you're gay. I think you did on this podcast. I know. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Words gotten around. Right. It is funny though because we live right. I told you guys we live right across the street from this newlywed lesbian couple, and we are like stalker. Like we'll sit on our porch and like see them doing. Do, yard do you work. think they're stalking you guys? Probably. I mean, they came over and they're they're so lovely. Yeah. But it's like we're giddy. This morning we're having our coffee and they're out there working and we're both like, oh my god, who do you think is like? What's happening over? Like, what's going on? What, should we invite them over? Like, what should we? What are we doing? Are they younger? Older? They're our age. It looks oh, like. Yeah. That's fun. That yeah, fun. totally fun. They're out there doing yard work. I'm like, babe, get out there and do our yard work. <laughs> Why don't you do the yard work? I don't know there. how to do it. I don't even know how to start the mower. I'm happy to do it. I was literally like, let me pick weeds. What can I do? No, it's awful. Don't volunteer for any of that. But I will. I did other things. I moved a huge chair down to the basement. I've cleaned. Pulling your way. A candle didn't light itself. <laughs> this is true. It's a lovely that candle. Was hard. Exactly. That was it's hard. It's a lovely candle. <laughs> Anyway, Kelly, thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you. Yeah. We'd love to have you back on. Yeah, I'm sure we'll totally. have follow-up questions. And we could guest. reel uh, Megan in here finally, yeah. too. Maybe. Yeah. So. Maybe she'd do it with you. Maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah. I mean, if you get Megan talking, she'll talk. But I think she just shied away a little bit. Was yeah. this easier or harder than you thought? Um, I think it was easier. Yeah, yeah it's easy, That's right? Good. That's good. Yeah. Anything we need to edit out? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. See, there we go. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate your time and you yeah. coming on. Um, and our listeners, if you can continue to rate us on Apple, um, the good ratings, please. Yeah. Um, and send us your emails, questions, mollisonalley yep. at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. I've been posting more to Facebook, so find us there. Um, also, there's this thing called Women's Week in Provincetown, Massachusetts. 
think, if that's right. Um, and that's coming up in October, so, really? um, and it's like a lesbian week thing. So oh my gosh. we'll talk more about that on later episodes. Are you going? I, I, no. Okay. But someone, one of our listeners is going. And Maybe she's you can like get looking. CNN to send you and do like yeah, a story totally. there. totally. There we go. Yeah. That sounds like an idea. I could be your sidekick. Absolutely. Maybe we will go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate it. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.